are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 430 for May 11th, 2023. This week we talk about band class, old photos, dumping spaghetti, Nintendo systems, pimento cheese, and getting new license plates. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Jesus. Joe is clap on. Clap your hands. Da, 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 da. What song is that? Uh, isn't that the cha-cha slide? We're talking oh, about probably. white girl. Um, they played that at this. If if me dancing to the cha-cha slide in sixth grade at the Sadie Hawkins dance makes me gay, then, then I am. <laughs> then here we are. Then here no, we are. I cried at the Sadie Hawkins dance. I think that was the last one I went to. I'm ready. <laughs> Why did you cry? What happened? Oh, because I was gay. Oh, okay. Sometimes if you're you gay when you're and gay. you go, t- if you're gay and you go to a dance, you cry, and, and people ask why you're crying, you don't tell them. You stay closeted, ten more years, um, then they get it. Right. I remember in the last middle school dance I went to, I chickened out. I was about to kiss my girlfriend, and then I didn't. <laughs> Not your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend, who now is married and in, in a polyamorous relationship, and I think she. I think she's into she's into witch stuff now. Good for her. Polyamorous, great. Witch stuff, I don't great. know. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> as long as she's not I hexing don't me, that's all I care. I don't about. know. The jury's out on witch stuff. I don't know. So, how much caffeine have you ingested today? Because I feel like it's a bit more than usual for you. Well, yes, I'm glad we're doing this today. We were supposed to record yesterday. Sam had to push it back, and I was like, let's just do it the next. I was let's on, just do it tomorrow. I was on a full bus, and it was going slow, and it was 5 o'clock traffic, and I was like, you know what? And so Joe was like, you just want to do tomorrow? And I was like, sure. I so, was exhausted. Yeah, I, it, I fell asleep immediately after I we rescheduled. Yeah, I, I came home and I took about a it. Sometimes. Um, my parents were here this past weekend. Right. And so they were here from Friday to Monday. And then we took Monday off. Me and Justin, we were like, we're going to need, you know, a just a day for us. Yeah. Right. My parents left in the morning. And then we, Justin was like, let's get a massage. And I was like, I doubt they have any openings. And they did. So we got Ooh. a massage. Oh, I bet that um, was a perfect way to end that. It was nice. And then Tuesday, for whatever reason, just like hit me like a ton of bricks. I was so tired. Um, but today, I'm back at it. Today just was ba- supposed on to the be saddle. like supposed to be an easy day. I still did it. I still streamed. I did two loads of laundry. I just ran. I only ran like 0.7 of a mile. I was supposed to run a mile. I didn't do it. Well, you um, ran more than I ran today. And then, and then I said, "Let's do the podcast." I can't believe you you got multiple loads today. Good for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A lot of laundry to do. Sometimes, you know, that's why I like when I have the days that I can work from home. I'm like doing my laundry on the side. Today, I went to the DMV. I was in and out of the DMV in less than an hour, which I feel like is unheard of. Do they ha- um, do they have schedule you there or does it just walk in? Um, Both. And I did make an appointment like two months in advance, but I still had to wait like 40 minutes. But, Good you know, God. I don't know. Prison. I, prison. Death to them all. Yep. Death to all of them. Um, so how was how was taking care of your parents? Did you guys do anything? Did you play uh, backgammon, Scrabble? No. Um, <laughs> we just kind of chilled. Me and Justin did a lot of cooking, which mm-hmm. was fun. Some nice to do. No, but it was, um, you know, it was nice. Piggy, 
they're the only people who come over here and Piggy is like calm. Oh, he they can sense them. their energy. He can sense their energy. He loves them. Um, now, there's a, I don't talk about it. Like, there's a dementia journey going on and it's mm-hmm. like hard, but they're Difficult. fun moments. You know, it's just nice to kind of be in the moment with them and ex- experience things and right. see them happy and laugh. And I yeah. saw that they brought some paraphernalia with them. You posted about it on Twitter. Oh my god! So they brought some my... blasts from the past. Some 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 uh, things that came back to haunt you, perhaps. They brought all of the remaining stuff I had at their house, which was about three boxes. Most of it, old pictures, old CD-ROM picture things. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my clarinet refurbished, and they brought that to me. Oh, she's in um, prime condition now. I was playing it today, and I'm I'm really good. Okay, I don't want to like. Work. I don't want to oversell it. I'm really good. Are you are you th- are you better at it than you were with the with the um, accordion? Well, I played the clarinet for like a decade, and I played the accordion for a week. <laughs> so I think it's safe to say There's I'm slight, better at the clarinet. Slight yeah. difference. Um. Oh my god! And I, I I'm discovering all of these things I filmed of myself with a webcam. From like 2002, back to 2002. So I was, I don't know how old that is. You were young at free. 88, 98, 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14. Um, I found a lip sync video from a webcam from 2002 of me lip syncing to Everywhere by Michelle Branch. That is so, you know, some things change and some things don't. I found, um, we've talked about it before. I I applied for that reality show Endurance, which was Survivor right. for Teenagers. Right. I found the uh, audition tape that I made, which oh is like 20, 20 minutes long. Holy For some shit. reason. I think this is the unedited version that I found. But mm. oh my God, it looks like an SNL skit because... It probably is, actually, to everyone I'm else. Film- I'm filming it myself, and I'm filming it in the yard, trying to appear outdoorsy. Um, I have to keep running towards the camera. I hit record, run like 15 feet away, and go, I'm Joseph Birdsong, and I am applying for endurance. And then it's just (laughs) silence while I have to run back to the camcorder. And there's like eight takes of that. That needs to be posted online. Well, I'm going to put it behind a paywall, so yeah. There you go. <laughs> Reel them in, babe. So, okay, where where were these videos? Were these videos, like, on CDs? Like, old CDs? On like... CD-ROMs. I, I had burned them on CD-ROMs at some point. Wow. I had to buy a CD. I don't think I've had a PC with a CD-ROM drive in 10 years. Well, yeah, I was so going to say. buy a CD-ROM drive. Did you have a, a, a disk drive lying around? I have a I have a, an old, like, portable one that's, like, USB. That I have, yeah. like, it's always gathering dust, but anytime, like, there's an old DVD or CD that I need to get access to, I, you know, bring out the tomb and dust her off, and she always, she's old reliable. I found, um, but yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to get a, a USB one on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, me in, okay, this is weird, because let me tell you this. I'm probably one of the, like, first generations that could bring like a portable camcorder, video camera quarter recording to like school. Mm, mm-hmm. Like a portable size, like 10 years before I was in school, they were huge. They were too big. Right. They were like, they went over your shoulder. Right. 
So we have, I have footage from like me in ninth grade, like behind the scenes at the talent show, just in classes with my friends. Oh, wow. And it's fucking weird. I bet that's wild to see. It's weird because I, I'm very kind of self-aware of how I've looked ever since I was like 20 being posting videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But holy shit, I forgot what I looked like at like 13. Was it jarring? It's rough. Yeah, no, girl. Me, me in seventh grade, specifically. There are like pictures of like, because that's the year that I I went with, with my uncle and we went to China. Channer, we went to Channer, um, because he worked for Hewlett Packard at the time. And I've told the story many times, but I got to go for like three weeks. I don't know why my parents let me do that. Anyways, there's many pictures of like us at business meetings, and I just look like the ugliest piece of shit <laughs> alive. No! No. I had these like horrible okay. glasses that didn't frame my face well. Like I was like I was developing acne for the first time. I was wearing the worst clothing that my mom picked out for me to wear. Um, all these button ups that didn't fit me. It was a mess. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When do you think that you peaked in physical attractiveness? And or, or have you have you yet? I'm still waiting to be quite well, no, honest. No, 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 no. Well, then out of the timeline of when you've been alive. Where was where you think that you looked the best? So far? I think and this is horrible. I think I looked the best when I had um, when I was living in Boston because I had um, I had uh, an eating disorder that was put on by my depression. So like I was I was depressed and anxious. And so I just wasn't eating. And then I was also walking everywhere. So I was like a skinny legend. My hair was big and I was like really into V-necks. And so, like, I think that... Not the V-neck. Yeah, like, that was that was such a moment. It was such a moment in time. So, like, mentally, not doing well. Physically, not really doing well. But I feel like it's the most physically fit that I've ever been just because of, like, you know, my circumstances of where I was living and how I was living. So, I feel like... How old was I then? I was between 18 and 20. What about you? I think when I lived in Philly before I shaved my head. Mm, before the incident. Before the incident, um, <laughs> I was like pretty okay mm-hmm. looking, and it was um, pretty okay looking. There was well, my peak was never like oh, stunning, a model. My no. peak was like okay, that person didn't peak in high school, but they're okay. They're looking all right. I can see that. Like, yeah. yeah, it was like okay, right. Um, that was fun. Uh, 21, 22. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I look, well, well, let me tell you, I didn't have a full-length mirror for the past, like, six or seven years. We had Is that one, on purpose? No, not at all. Just, I've always had a full-length mirror when I've lived alone, but, like, mm. we didn't have room in our last place. Mm-hmm. We've had one for the past couple years while we lived here, but it's been, like, behind a door. It wasn't, it didn't have a good location where you could, like, look at yourself, and I was too lazy to do it. Mm-hmm. But we recently hung one on the bathroom door, mm. the outside of the bathroom door. Um, and I think I look better than I thought I did. I mean, I feel like you're more you're like you're more physically fit than you've ever been. Well, it's really weird because I gained like for the, so for the first time I am and B, first of all, BMI doesn't matter. But right. it's the thing that your doctor yells at you about. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I have always been under b 
BMI. And for the first time, I just hit like 120. And that is Are you like right in average there. now? I'm like, you're not dying for your height. <laughs> Less Skeletor. Yes. More slightly normal. Good job. But it, good for you. Well, no, that's good. That's great. That's whatever. But it also was like, um, I don't know. It gave me kind of like, I had, I, I don't know. Body I had dysmorphia. like some body dysmorphia about it. Yeah. Well, I like, mean, if you, if you think about it, you have been the same, very, very thin, very small size your entire life. So any variance from that norm, I feel like would automatically freak your mind out. I feel like that's like, yeah. Un- unfortunately, well, I, I feel like, like that's a valid reaction. Yeah. Like, and, and the weight went to, you know, it wasn't muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, my legs are more muscular, but my arms aren't. And so I got this kind of my torso filled out. And I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. I did, I, I just felt weird about my body. I felt, I have felt weird about my body for like a couple years. Mm-hmm. So, it's different. Yeah. Bodies change. I, but my body's changing. I'm not going to apologize for that. There you go. Um, well, look at you. I, I was very, I don't know if I was surprised or if I just forgot, like, how incredibly curly your hair is. I was looking at your, like, the pictures that you were posting of, like, your actual afro as a child. I was like, I completely forget that you had ringlets. Literal ringlets. Literally. Like, tighter than Annie hair. That's well, crazy. Like, like Shirley Temple. That, that's ringlets. what i Yeah. Um, Sideshow Bob on the Very Simpsons. that. Yes. Very that. There I'm was just like, how oh, did you deal with that? I didn't. Can't you tell from the pictures? Well, I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't good. It was I want to tell you, though. You know how the fucking, all the Gen Z boys have the broccoli boy haircut now? Where it's short on the sides, broccoli curls on the top? Yes. They look like a head of broccoli. Mm-hmm. I love broccoli, though. That is so popular. And I would have fucking, if that hairstyle had existed 15 years ago. You would have slayed. I would have been gorgeous. Well, we couldn't fix the face. But well, the hair yeah. could have looked so good. Right. Mm-hmm. If we just, like, covered everything else. But when I was young, flat, straight hair it was, was the thing. It was the thing. It's what everyone wanted. I was I was straightening my hair every morning in my twenties when I had it. Oh my it. god! Yes, it was fucking awful. I straightened then, my hair once in high school, and it was the biggest mistake I ever made. Is yours just like kind of naturally wavy? Yeah, it's wavy when it's humid. Um, mm. It's I I don't know. I just I thought it was I I looked awful. And I never straightened my hair again. Thought it was a good idea. It was not a good idea for me. I don't think I've ever liked my hair a single day in my entire life. Well, that's why you chop it off. And that, that's your signature look. I look like Millie Bobby Brown in the very first season of Stranger Things. Well, I mean, you have the same dress size, so that makes sense. Do you know that I literally can't wear white shirts? Because I, I know, look you've like talked I, about this. Yeah. People think I look you just like escaped, escaped from, from asylum. a hospital. Right. Yeah. Sad. Uh, what problems you have? Poor you. <laughs> truly. Um, there were some stuffed animals that you uh, posted about that were part of the the haunting on Hill House that came back. Um, from, part of the lore. Yeah, part of the lore. What I I forget what the fucking crazy octopus name was. His name was Henry. Henry. 
And I think the dog appeared in one video, and his name was Riverdance. A few I, people remembered, and I was I like, I didn't remember the dog. Ooh, sad. 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 You should, Ooh, you know, sad. <laughs> no. you should free up that space for something nice. more useful in your brain. Do you have all of your stuff with you, or do you still have some stuff at your parents' house? Um, I have everything that matters. Um, like I have a, I have a big, uh, Tupperware that's super heavy that I need to go through that has like old memorabilia from both high school and college. Uh, that I, it's like, uh, it's very heavy because it's like old books and stuff. But like, I have like my memento box with me. The only things that I have still at my parents' house are. Um, like a set of uh, of winter clothes, like my ski stuff, because like I don't ski in Texas. Obviously, the only time I'm going skiing is with all the other white people back up north in Montana. So I have like a set of clothes there that's specifically for really cold weather um, in terms of like mementos or other things like we have a crawl space that we've had for a long time. And there's like old stuff of both my sister and I's down there. But I I don't really I don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything like super critical that I'm thinking of that I know that they have. I think like everything that I've, you know, means something to me that's like a physical object I have with me. But we've talked about in the past how like, you know, I've always described myself as more of a of a digital hoarder compared to a physical hoarder. And so I have a lot of, you know, uh like digital things <clears throat> And, like, things that I have stored up, like, on my server or whatever that are, like, my digital mementos. Um, But, like, after, you know, having all of your stuff kind of returned to you from your past, from your parents' house, like, how much of the stuff that you have now are you going to actually keep? Have you, like, started making those choices in your head of, like, these childhood Um, memories that you're, like, potentially going to keep or throw out? A lot of it was books. The books I kept. There were books I liked and had missed, some CDs. I think one, like, medium-sized box was kind of it. It was pictures. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, my God. Awards from, like, elementary school. Mm -hmm. I still have my my first place talent show uh, trophy from middle school. That's my highest achievement. I played the piano. Oh, that's that's nice. Right. Um, I think I'm going to, I already, uh, the CDs full of photos. I already ripped all the photos and I threw the CDs away. Yep. There you go. Um, I think I'm going to get a really good photo scanner, scan in all the photos, take pictures of like the things I want to remember and then just throw it away. Yeah. I've heard that that's like the good, a good way to kind of declutter is scanning things, taking pictures of things that meant things to you or like that meant a lot to you. And then like removing the physical (gasps) object from your life what now in this box as well are a lot of things from my early youtube career are you rifling through it right now um okay yes live on the podcast someone someone in the arkansas times really read me to filth um (laughs) in 2013 10 years ago the arkansas times i was mentioned in the visionary oh she's every year visionary Every year they came out with the visionary issue of visionaries in Arkansas. So that year they were scraping the bottom of the barrel is what you're saying. I I was one of them. I was named a visionary. Mm -hmm. And let me just turn to my page because I kept all these and I definitely need to digitize this. Put your glasses on. Let's um, read it. Joseph Birdsong, Internet Celebrity. It is a huge write up. 
I have to wow. tell you, I have one of the largest write-ups in here. But well. I'm just going to read the first, like, um, few sentences, okay? This okay. is back when I was doing vlogs known, known maybe as Disney Kid 1. I don't okay? know who that is. Joseph Birdsong, Internet Celebrity. While getting internet famous isn't exactly on most people's bucket list, mostly because it usually involves video of you running from the police, crapping your pants in public, or drunkenly making out with a domesticated animal, Joseph Birdsong got internet famous the old-fashioned way by being funny enough to cut through the jungle of online content that sprouts up bigger every day. They really compared me to people getting drunk and making out with animals. I mean, you know, that's just another day in the South, you know? They really, I don't know who. That was their point of reference. Who wrote this? Someone who's not employed there probably anymore. (laughs) I don't know. I bet they are. This is exactly the perfect content. (laughs) Um, So this was back when I had ninety five thousand subscribers on that channel. Wow. Um, that used to be a lot back in the day. Back in the day, it sure did. Back in the day, but there's all of these um, this. Very interesting Arkansas memento stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Very hyper-specific. Um, hyper-specific, very and very weird to read again. Yeah, I bet. I bet you feel all sorts of things going through that. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I feel kind of disconnected from it, too, because, like... It's so long ago. You're a completely well, different person now in many ways. When I was even, like, looking at the videos of me... 13 years old, I was like, I don't know this person. Right. I don't, I'm looking at how they're acting, and I'm like, I don't know who this is. Like, and that it's person like watching a stranger. Right, and you probably didn't know yourself back then either. Well, and the parts of me that I did know, I wasn't telling anybody. That's for sure. So it was Ayo. like, this is just some person acting like something, and they didn't get to be someone until like years later. Years later. So, I mean, if you were to give an, obviously you said you already went through some stuff. You started like throwing out CDs, et cetera. Like how much of the stuff that you've acquired from your parents' house, like percentage wise, do you think you'll throw half of it out? Most of it out? Well, I think I'll throw all of it out. I'm just going to yeah. digitize literally all of it. You're going to slowly just make your and way through And throw it all out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you, you have a really good scanner, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, I have a, a, a very expensive scanner that I bought specifically to gi- digitize old photos um, from my my dead relatives in their, like, scrapbooks. You can st- send that shit to me, and I'd do it for you. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you what what thing you had. Um, it's the, pff, I think it's, it's an Epson Fast Photo 640 or 680, I believe. Um, Epson Fast Photo. I don't know if it's Epson, but I know it's fast, like, it's, and they spell it Fast F-O-T-O. Yeah, that's Epson. Yeah. Oh, is it one of the auto feed ones? Yes, it's an auto feed. Oh my god, that's what I want. Yeah, I need it to go through. It's so nice. How much are they going for? They were expensive when I got them. So I'm looking at the Fast Photo 680W, the YFF yeah. 680W, five hundred thirty dollars. Yep. Yeah, I paid like six hundred for mine. She's a she's a pretty penny, but she she scans really good photos. That's for fucking sure. I'm Highly recommend. Have to do it. Yeah, girl. Uh, what a lot of people do is they like they buy them and then they, you know, scan all their photos and they resell them to people who are doing the same thing. So they do have a um, at some of the libraries here. They have archival rooms that oh. you can rent that have 
photo scanning things, book scanning things for you to archive your stuff. Oh, I'd put love it on, that. Put it on a USB and then, but they get scheduled like months in advance. Yeah, I you bet have to because. Like, yeah. In another life, I feel like, I mean, or I mean, I'm I'm not even 30 yet. I could start doing this <laughs> in later. Another in life. another life. I'm thinking about this as I'm like in my rocking chair, you know, 65 year old retiree. Um, I've always, always been into archiving and like uh, preservation and stuff like that when it comes to like old recipes or old photos or old memorabilia. And so, you know, being like an archivist for a museum is something that I have all it's always like tripped my trigger. I was like, I feel like I'd be really good at that because there's like there's a lot of tech involved in that space as well in terms of like the scanners and like, you know, the the way to like digitize everything and catalog everything. It's always been very, uh, very interesting to me. But I had no idea that like libraries have like whole archival sets that you can rent rooms like that sounds amazing. Yeah, they're apparently they have good equipment. Well, but well, that's been my trip down memory lane. It's your journey. It's been weird. I think I re-traumatized myself several times. <laughs> Literally re-traumatized. Triggered. Triggered, traumatized, um, stressed, but it's okay. But you're blessed. Yeah, I guess. I th- it, all of it was just kind of like, oh, well, we're here now, so whatever. <laughs> Is there anything that you were expecting um, that they had? that they were bringing back to you, but it turns out that they didn't have it and it's lost forever. Oh, my sister gave me all of our shared gaming stuff. So our NES, our SNES, our Game Gear. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't have... So she, of course, had all the games. She had, you know, the first Mario slash Duck Hunt, but she didn't have the Duck Hunt gun. And I think I might have it somewhere, so I need to mm. find it because I want that. Yeah, girl. It's a classic. My, um, I didn't have an NES. My parents bought an SNES, but then my cousin found like a whole NES set in a dumpster and retrieved it and it worked totally fine. And then we got it. And it it was, it, it came with Mario and Duck Hunt and, um, the Zapper as well. I don't know why the fuck it was in the dumpster because it worked completely, totally fine. There was nothing wrong with it. That's like those people down the street from me who gave away that fucking Wii for free. They gave, I mean, but Wii's are worth like $7. Like they're, you know, you could. No, because I had just bought, I had just bought a Wii. Sad. And then I found that one for free. And then you were mad. How much did I pay for that Wii? I'm going to look it up. Probably too much. You could probably go down to the Goodwill and get it for $5. No. Plenty there. No. No. (laughs) Dime a dozen, baby. Um, I don't know. Oh, I got it for $63, but it came with. Uh, two emotes, two nunchucks, um, the Skylanders video game, all the chords. Thank God. (laughs) I remember standing in line at Target to get that fucking Wii in like 2008, 2005. I didn't have one when it came out. I I waited a few years to get that one. I think Um, the only, the only console I didn't have of Nintendo, well, I didn't have the Wii U, which I know you did. I did, because I'm a true fan. But I did not have a GameCube, but I lived, my boyfriend did. Mm-hmm. So I played his, I lived with him. Um, but yeah, never had a GameCube. Yeah, I, I had a GameCube. That was a good time. Um, 
But yeah, no, my because I think the Wii came out around my birthday. And so my parents couldn't get me one because they were really hard to get. So they gave me the exact amount of money that I would need to buy it. And then like we had to wait until like they got a shipment in stock at Target. And then we went to wait in line at seven in the morning before Target opened with all the other people waiting in line to buy their Nintendo Wii's. Girl, I can't imagine having me as a kid. I must have been so annoying. Jesus. Your life was so hard. My life was so hard. Well, Um, a trip down memory lane for you. Glad you have your shit back. Well, speaking of archives, Mm. um, you know, this podcast is nine years old in just five days. I don't like that. And I don't like every time you bring that up. (laughs) We started in 2014. On the 15th is our nine-year anniversary. At our 10-year, I know, I I think we've talked, did I mention this a couple weeks ago? I feel like for our 10-year, I need to fly it to D.C. and we should do it live in person. Yeah, for the last time. For the last episode. For the last. (laughs) Uh (laughs) For the last time. Well, before I pass. Well, I mean, I feel like I'll pass first, honestly. I'm the, I'm the more unhealthy well, out of the two of us. N- well, th- but think of this, though, because we were just talking about not recognizing ourselves. Ten fucking years ago, I don't recognize the person from those first episodes. I don't yeah. know who that is. Uh, we, we started this podcast. I was still living in Boston, which is insane. I don't even me. know where I was. Ten years of trauma, girl. Ten years of trauma. I think later that year, San Francisco. Next year, Seattle. Yeah wild although i think i've been non-single for more of this podcast than i have been single for it that's wild too jesus i know what the i was fuck? thinking about that because i've known justin for like six or seven years right and all i can think of is that one time you hooked up with that doctor and he like palpated your uterus or whatever with this big, big hog. dong B- big huge dong. hog huge hog and like he knew exactly where your prostate was and he gave you a full medical exam big Massive hog. (laughs) Uh, He had an espresso machine. Ooh, that's how you know they're fancy. I guess. I didn't really know what coffee... I mean, I was a baby coffee drinker. Right. Anyway, um, do you want to hear a story about spaghetti? (laughs) (laughs) We got to do one article. (laughs) Do I want to hear a story about spaghetti? Let me tell you. A massive dump, 100 <gasps> pounds of, sp- I saw of pasta this. were found in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, hundreds of pounds of pasta, spaghetti, mostly, was dumped in New Jersey. Now, apparently, new people dump stuff in New Jersey all the time. Well, I didn't know this. I thought New Jersey was just like New York's dump. It got, <laughs> Isn't that I mean, just what the point is? It has some pretty joke? places. I haven't been to the pretty places, but I hear I that have. some places are pretty. There are some pretty. nice places in New Jersey. Name one. Um, not Newark. Not Newark. Or I've Trenton. been to, well, I threw up in Atlantic City. Not Atlantic City. Cape May is nice. Not Wildwood. Where the Wildwoods are? It's a, a theme park, pier theme park situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, people dump things in New Jersey. Bodies um, and spaghetti, apparently. Apparently, they know who did it. It says, uh, for res- I'm reading this on NPR, by the way. For residents like Nina Joknovitz, 
The noodle's unexplained appearance was the last straw. At this point, I do know who did it, she told NPR. But this story is not about that. Wow, she's holding it close. For her, it's not who dumped the pasta, but why. (laughs) (laughs) What was the motive? Okay, could you say again how much pasta was dumped? Because this isn't just a small amount. This was a very large amount of pasta. Cooked Uh, pasta. It's it's estimated hundreds of pounds. So it it was not cooked initially. Mm. So there have been conflicting reports about whether or not it was cooked uh, and then dumped. But uh, the city believes, quote, several hundred pounds of uncooked pasta was taken out of his packaging and dumped on the ground. Moisture seeped into it, softened it up. So you could probably, you could slurp, slurp it if you were nearby. But it looks so gross. Seeing hundreds of pounds of spaghetti by a river, by like a nasty brown riverbed. Sounds like New Jersey. It is so bizarre to see Never have I ever heard a more New Jersey thing. Estimated to weigh 300 or 400 pounds. Um, Jocknovitz described it as funny and humorous and mortifying. The pictures are revolting, by the way. Apparently, they have a no, they do not have a bulk garbage pickup there. Mm. And so it leads to like extra dumping. Right. People dumping things everywhere. People dumping. So um, a local media outlet cites neighbors who believe the pasta came from a house that was recently cleared out ahead of being put on the market. So it says a man's mother had died, the report states, leaving her son to clear out pasta from her pantry. Who keeps three to 400 pounds of pasta? Stregonona. In their pantry. Stregonona does. And Stregonona (laughs) died. Oh, Nona. Stregonona. What's Stregonona? Is that a type of dinosaur? No, so it's uh, like a Stregosaurus. No, Stregonona is a beloved childhood book um, by Tommy DePaolo, who was homosexual, by the way. He was very gay. Um, And it was a children's book about Stregonona, who is this old woman, and she's like a witch, but her her mystical power is that she has this cauldron that that creates infinite numbers or infinite amounts of spaghetti. So she can feed the entire town. And it was one of my favorite books as a child. So I remember this. I'm Strega looking it up right now. Strega nonna. Yeah. Tommy DePaolo. It's so interesting because I saw this article or I saw this article about all of this insane pasta because someone retweeted it and said Strega Nona was here. And so I went down this rabbit hole of like Strega Nona and the author Tommy DePaolo and like his entire life because I didn't realize that Tommy DePaolo was gay. So then I was looking at like other like children's book authors that were gay and it was like this whole thing and it was it was very, very enlightening. But yeah, I don't if I saw three to four hundred pounds of pasta anywhere, I feel like I'd run. I feel like that's cursed. I feel like that's an omen. I really want this is just me. This is so me. So you. It's so Aquarius, what I'm about to say. Uh, <laughs> I hate it already. I want a, like a, a jacuzzi filled with cooked, cooked spaghetti and just like to sit in that. So like Scrooge McDuck, but poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Scrooge McDuck, yeah. but gross. Um, yeah. I want, and I want to sit in that and turn on the jets. So if it, I, it's if, kind of flopping and the bubbles are kind of flying right. up out of it. See, like, that's the sort of shit. If I were Mr. Beast, that's what I would spend my money on. 
A I saw Mr. Beast. I saw his chocolate at the grocery store. Did you throw it on the ground? No, I saw people nothing are doing against, that. Not, not, nothing against Mr. Beast. He's just he's just annoying and rich. I don't think he's. I don't know anything about him. No. Um. He makes chocolate. He he yeah he does and he makes a shit ton of money. Um. I don't like I don't like this pasta. Also, why did this old grandma have that much pasta? So many unanswered questions, and I hope that someone is boots on the ground in New Jersey trying to solve this mystery. If you were going to get in a jacuzzi full of any type of pasta, what kind of pasta would it be? <sighs> Why are you asking me this question? Why would I not be asking you this question? <laughs> this is what this is what this podcast is at this point. I think bow tie pasta. I think that's what it yeah, that's what I would go for, bow tie pasta. I feel like you'd choose something chaotic like angel hair. Uh, I already picked it, spaghetti. Is spaghetti angel hair? I mean, yeah. It's, it's angel, angel hair. hair. And then I, I put it on my head and I and I'm the angel. Mm-hmm. And then the <laughs> and then <laughs> I call fifty one fifty on you and you get taken away. Yeah. I feel like bow tie would go up your asshole. Oh yeah. And then I'd shoot it out like 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 uh, like little pellets. Like a BB gun. Yep. I don't like this conversation. I'm fine with it. <laughs> And I'm comfortable with it because I'm comfortable with myself. I'm comfortable with my sexuality, which is why I'm ready to jump in that spaghetti jacuzzi. I have, I have to. I need to take a hard look in the mirror. Um, I got. Hey. I ordered the Pixel Seven A. Yes. So update on Joe's phone journey. The Samsung Galaxy flop was a flop. Samsung Galaxy, Galaxy Z Flop Four <laughs> has been that returned. Tattooed. To the my the inside of my eyelids. Um, she's out, and now, the Google Pixel Seven A is in. Now, why it's the closest to the size of my current phone that I right. can get? Now, why didn't you buy the eighteen hundred dollar Pixel Fold since you were so into folding phones for about seven seconds? It folds the wrong way. It folds the wrong type, and it's very and big. It's huge. Right. Folding phones are so big. The right. 24 hours I had with a folding phone was so awful. Worst 24 hours you've ever had. I am so <laughs> brave. <laughs> it it absolutely for it, lasting that long. It beats the time that you shit yourself in the hospital. I am so brave. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, but no, I got the pretty light blue one, and it came with free Pixel Buds and a free case. Nice, and it was like what 500 bucks. Which is like more expensive for this for plus, the A series, but it looked plus nice. Plus my trade in though, I'm trading in my five. Right, yeah. the The seven A looks like a good deal, and it has wireless charging, which I know you don't use. But like, I hate wireless charging. I hate it. This is the first uh, A series that has wireless charging, and like beforehand, one of the main because I love wireless charging because I love having my phone heat up. Um, it was one of the main reasons why I didn't get an A series. But now that they're going to include wireless charging with things, it's like more of a standard feature. I'm like, maybe I'll go with an A-series next time I'm going for a new phone. Who knows? When I tell you, I want my phone to have a plastic back. Yeah, I saw. And it it doesn't look cheap. It just looks like Oh, I don't even care. All phones are going to have a case on them anyway. But when I tell you, when I tell you, I don't want my phone to be made out of glass. Right. I don't want it to be like, you know, soft. Made out of glass. It's drop it. Everything shatter. shatter. Right. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Well, I Wild. can't wait. Can't wait for your 7A journey. I thought I'm the blue color. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> don't you hate everything? I just want I I need them to make small pixel phones. Right for your little baby hands. Poor yeah. you. Oh, poor you. Yeah, I have big fingers. Big fingers, tiny palms. Kind of true, but not tiny palms. Actually, my palms are huge. Ew, my hands are gross. <laughs> I feel like with every waking moment, you turn more and more into Roger from American Dad, and it's just... Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, my hands are gross. Um, Well, keep me posted on your 7A. I, I mean, we'll I, do. We'll you do. will, regardless. I'm excited. I haven't had a new phone in so long. And this one is, I've started to notice it breaking down. Mm-hmm. Well, all of your phones are usually hand-me-downs from your husband. So it's like, it must yeah. be nice to get like a brand new something for you that isn't a hand-me-down. Finally. It's at my time. This is your time to shine. Speaking of shiny things, my forehead. Speaking of my forehead, what's your cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. So, while my parents were here... We were doing a lot of uh, just walks to the little store down the street. They like make sandwiches. It's a like little a bodega. N- no, this is like a small permanent farmers market store. Is this where so, they sell black the black market Costco muffins? No, that's the bodega. That's the a bodega. bodega. It a bodega will gets all their stuff from like Walmart and Costco and upsells it by five dollars. Exactly, yeah, they resell it individually. That's not a farmers them. market. Gotcha. This place is like bougie, teeny tiny Whole Foods. Everything is local, but like it's that permanent. That's so there. nice. It is very cute, but it is some things are very reasonably priced. Some things are not. If I need to mm. grab like one thing, it's nice that it's there. Right. Um. But we bought. My parents are really into pimento cheese. Have you ever had pimento cheese? Yes, and I feel like that. Certain, I feel like everyone's parents get into p- pimento cheese. Like as soon as they hit retirement age, it's all pimento all the time. They love pimento cheese. Um, my mammy would make it with walnuts in it too. Mammy, my mammy, who is dead now, made it with walnuts. I don't know why I included that. I, that sounds good, actually. Yeah, it added a nice little crunch. I thought pimento cheese was gross, but do you know what it is? It's literally shredded cheese, cheddar, usually. Mm-hmm. Pimentos, which are just tiny red peppers. Right, little red peppers. Um, Is there something else? I don't know. I'm not a pimento expert. You should have asked your parents. I thought pimento was a type of cheese that was curdled and gross, Ew, and that's no. why it looked like that. No, pimento cheese is a cheese spread. It's a cheese spread. Mm -hmm. So we got their pimento cheese spread that they make with cabot cheese. Delicious. And I ate it, and it was good. Good job. I don't think the last time I've had pimento cheese, I feel like that I've avoided it because um, I wouldn't say that I hate bell peppers, but they're not my favorite thing. If I could get something without bell peppers, I usually do that. And I don't know where pimento peppers stand within the bell pepper spectrum. I think they're very... So pimentos are those things they put in the middle of olives in martinis. Oh. A pimento is the thing in the middle that they stick in the middle of the olive. Interesting. But that's like a cut up one. Like they're right. just kind of tiny red peppers. Yeah, small I, red peppers. I feel like pimentos are, because they're not spicy, I feel like they, they're, they're probably very related to... To bell peppers and that. I would imagine. Yeah. 
and it gets me curious. I don't know if I've ever seen them not cut up, but mm-hmm. it, they're they're fine. I haven't. I've learned to like bell peppers in my old age. I feel like the older I get, the it's it's kind of like nuts for me. Like I just wasn't into nuts, and the older I get, I'm more into nuts. I feel like with with peppers, I feel like it gets slowly, like it's slowly better oh, as I get older. Justin read this thing. It said. Okay, first of all, it said you have to have nuts and beans every day. So he's trying to eat nuts and beans every day. Girl, Second of all, farting up a storm. Another thing he looked at said you should try to eat 30 different types of plants every week. So, Girl, not my gay ass. Well, I don't know what all counts. But if you think of like, like we make this rice and chickpea thing. Mm, I need so to get more into chickpeas. Garlic. Um... We made potato soup. That's potatoes, celery, mm-hmm. carrots, garlic. That's like four plants. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird, and he's really into it right now. And so we all have our faces. You know, you had an accordion face. He's getting into food. Well, he always has a different like, um, like he'll be really into uh, what's the thing in bananas? Potassium. Potassium. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, all right, we're all eating more potassium now. We're all getting our daily protein and we're eating potassium and Just he'll be on to, that. Tell him to shotgun a Gatorade or something. I don't know. Oh, those are really bad for you. Yeah, but they have potassium. Oh, that's true. I had that's... a Gatorade today. Oh, so you're saying that... I'm part of the problem. I yes. love Gatorade. But it was... Have you ever had Gatorade cucumber lime? That's the worst thing ever created by humankind. Let me tell you. Let me tell I, no no let me I tell you I used to agree I used to agree Do not tell me that you're on the other side of this because I cannot be your friend I went to the Safeway and they were out of all the other Gatorade flavors They had yellow I don't drink yellow they had red Piss. I don't drink red I have to drink a cool color because it stresses me out to drink warm colors So blues purples <laughs> <laughs> Every day I'm still Greens. alive on this earth I'm so happy that I'm not I can't. you I can't, I literally will have a panic attack if I am given a yellow Gatorade. Do you understand? So, <laughs> unfortunately, I had to I get do. the green. It's a nice, cool green. It's not a warm green. It's a cool green. It's a green. cucumber green. They only had cucumber lime. And I said, I know I hate these, but if I have a migraine, I'm not going to care and I'm going to want it. I got them. First one I drank, hated it. Started craving it. I got the itch. <laughs> I got the, I got the cucumber lime itch. Scratched my arms till they bled. Scratched Mm-mm. my legs till they bled. <laughs> till I could get my hands on another one. <laughs> this is like a. I was on a deserted island and I could only eat like raw fish. And so I did. It's like, yeah. this is your deserted island. That's it. It's the new thing. Rancid. Really disgusting. Well, I'm so happy that they have one taste. person, one rancid ass person on this, you know, f- flaming pile of shit that is the earth that they can sell the horrid, just abomination that is cucumber lime Gatorade to. It you are the fresh. one customer. So fresh and so clean. I will be drinking the red and blue Gatorade in which I do not know the flavors. I just know them as red and blue Gatorade. Now, why red? I don't know because I don't have I I don't have a mental disorder like you and I'm I'm able to drink things without panicking. No. Have you ever thought about not being mentally ill? 
Or is that just not an option for you anymore? Every fucking day. <laughs> every I waking think about moment. It. Every, every waking fucking moment. day. <laughs> Existence is torture. Girl. Let me tell you. If that ain't the truth. Let me tell you. <laughs> I can't drink warm colored things. Why would you do that to yourself? <sighs> because I like living a normal life. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of 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 uh what's the saying speaking of nightmares beyond our comprehension uh should we get into favorite things these are a few of our favorite things um <laughs> do you have any do you have besides lime cucumber gatorade um i Such have one did i even that. write it down old stuff clarinet you know what maybe my clarinet uh, so what did you play? What did you, you know, to get your lips moving again, to get that reed on the clarinet nice and slick? Like, what were you, did you, did you have like an old, like, book of songs that well, you playing out of? Or were you just I've actually been, I've been sucking on one of the reeds for part of this stream on and off to try to get it wet. Um, I mean, I feel like that's just pica. That's when you, like, pick your hair out, isn't it? No, that's trichotillomania. Pica is when you eat, like, dirt and wood and paint thinner. Oh, so now gr- me growing up poor has a name. <laughs> oh, so now, now they, I didn't. I don't need that some me... scientist to judge me based on what I had to eat when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't need a scientist telling me that eating dirt was wrong because I don't know what's right. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, oh, did that make fun of people who? What is? Is it something? I don't want to. Never mind. What? No, girl, you're fine. (laughs) Did did I make fun of people with pica? (laughs) Girl. Compulsively eat things. Okay, anyway. Um, Now, the thing is, the clarinet is an instrument. It's a woodwind. It sure is. I I got it out during my stream today, and I was, like, surprised at how well I could play. Well, I I don't have any like sheet music, so right. I bought um a like beginner refresher book on Amazon mm. today to like catch me up because I remember I mean I remember all the notes I remember all the fingerings. It's like riding um, a bike. Yeah, but I like know that I also need to be kind of coaxed back into it a little. Right. You know? Yeah. There's things you so, remember, um, and then there's things you don't. Yeah. So I bought a book. And I'm excited to uh, play it, to do it. Nice. I feel like that a clarinet is, I wouldn't say gentle. I mean, compared to like, I don't know, practicing a drum set in a condo. Like, I feel like that it's a clarinet's probably one of the less annoying instruments to practice for your neighbors to hear. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Trumpets are awful. Saxophones are are flops. Mm -hmm. Flutes, too easy. What were all of your judgments about all of the band instruments? Brass players didn't didn't know how to shut the fuck up. Right. Everyone like Too loud. The, thing, the thing that annoyed me about band is that like everyone was talking all the time. And it's like like they would never shut the fuck up. Mm. And it just I don't know. Probably because that I actually enjoyed band and I was like I'm I don't know. I studied music, etc. So like band was one of my favorite periods, but like the conductor it doesn't matter what year it was how old i was like the band had like such a problem with like talking and like not staying on task and it always pissed me off so fuck them all to be honest um percussion for the win 
But I feel like that if oh, I percussion cavemen, well, uh, literally cavemen, like there's so many cavemen hit a drum. So, yeah, there were so many percussionists that couldn't even keep a fucking beat. Um, but if you, so here's a question for you: If you hadn't chosen clarinet, what would you have chosen instead? I was gonna play flute, but it was mm. too gay. So sad. Um, I know. Yeah. So I had to do. Well, my mom played clarinet. My sister played clarinet. Uh, I wanted to family. eventually play like bass clarinet too, which I did. Bass clarinet's cool with the little stand, yeah. little kickstand, like resting it on is. the ground. It's a wild my instrument. Sister, my sister had one, like Damn. owned one. I didn't. I had to use the schools. Right. But um, yeah, bass clarinet was fun. I, I grew to to clarinet superiority i now mm-hmm. think that flutists are flops clarinet for I the win brass people are clunky clowns mm-hmm. cavemen percussion i have respect for string instruments though yeah me too because like our our like band and orchestra were separated like they were two different classes for us i feel like that's pretty typical yeah well we didn't even have orchestra mm-hmm. we didn't have strings gotcha Look at you, anyway, you clarinet player. My favorite thing is that, I guess. I feel like that's a good favorite thing, and I feel like that you could totally like brush up on it. Yeah, I'm. It'll it'll be it'll be nice to have like a hobby that I know how to do. Right, you have like a way like bigger head start on it compared right. to like you know an accordion. So, um, what's your favorite thing this week? Um, my favorite thing this week is something technical. It's like, it's my favorite thing because it's taken six months for this to finally get done. And I finally got it done today. And that is, I finally um, registered my car in Texas, which is a requirement for moving here. And my car, like my Montana, Texas, or my Montana registration was going to expire at the end of June. So I needed to do something about it. So I finally went to the DMV and got my Texas plates and my car is registered and I don't, it, I don't, I'm not going to get pulled over or whatever. So now I'm blending in with all the Texans in Austin, but dear God, like I am so envious of people like you who live in like a very urban city and like, you don't need to fucking deal with this shit. Like y'all don't have a car. You just rent one when you need one. Otherwise you'd like just take public transit. Must be nice girl. Yeah. I'm really so when my parents got here, they drove straight to our building, and then I took their car and parked it in a garage. Yeah, I was going to say, like, where the fuck did they park it? No, you parked it. Yeah, I parked, and I fucking hated it. It took, like, 20 minutes to get where I would have walked in in, like, seven. I was yeah. like, what is this? Yeah, that's why, like, I split. Like, I have a car here in Austin. I I live, like, north of the city. Obviously, I'm not going to dox my location. But I'm like, it, there's less traffic up here and it's less dense um, to a point where, like, I feel comfortable, like, driving to the grocery store up here or whatever. But I, when I'm going into work, which is literally in the heart of downtown Austin, I don't fucking want to drive down there. I don't want to look for parking. Like, I don't want to have to pay for a parking garage. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And so I take the fucking bus down there. Like, I'm not driving my country, you know, hobunk, you know, dirty ass down there. And then having a sweaty-ass panic attack when I need to parallel park, you know? So, anyways, I, you know, finally got this done. It took months and months and months. I had to make an appointment. I had to get my the title of my car redistributed to me. It was a whole fucking thing. And I finally got to the end of it, and I 
literally put the plates on my car. And so now when I, you know, cut someone off, they can't blame that fucking Montanan. I'm just another Texan that's bad at driving. So just another bean in the barrel. <sighs> Texas license plates are just black and white. They're so boring. Just another turd in the toilet. Yeah, just literally another turd in the toilet. Sometimes, you know, it's like big adult things like that where you like you finally get to the end of the fucking tunnel and it's just like a relief. You're done with it. You finally made it through. You paid 200 fucking dollars oh to re-register God. your car in Texas. Yeah. Whole thing. But I'm thankful I have it done. Things aren't going to expire. Everything's legal. And I'm I'm good to go. I'm I'm good to buzz over to the H E B or the Asian grocery store to get some bow. And uh yeah. So end of a long journey. I'm just a, a sigh of relief. Proud of you during my car. Thank you. I hate I mean, I know we've talked about how it's kind of cringe to use the term adulting, but like I did some of that today and it came out as a success. So Proud of you. Thank you. Now all I need to do is get serenaded by your lovely clarinetting. Uh, this evening, and then I can go to bed. What state is your driver's license? I still have a Montana driver's license. I'm supposed to get a Texas driver's license, but no one does that. So I may. I don't know. When does it expire? Uh, it doesn't expire for a while. Like I got my driver's license. My driver's license expired, and I had to get it renewed while I was living with my parents for that year. So like literally last year in 2022, I got it renewed, and I think it's good for f- 10 years five oh my years God. 10 years something like that but it's also like i mean who the fuck sees a montana driver's license anyone's gonna think that's fake right so part of me is like well if i got a texas driver's license it may look a little more official and then people might not think it's a fake id or whatever but then it's also like i'm almost 30 who thinks that's a fake id anyways i hate ids do you have, do you even have a driver's license anymore? Yeah, I mean, I have to drive every once in a while, someone else's right. car. Uh, I have a DC driver's license. God damn. And, well, there are fucking people who are like, they, okay, they're, they don't understand District of Columbia, so they're like, they don't believe it's a real license. That's crazy. People don't understand DC yeah. as a concept. Yeah. Girl. So they don't, they don't think people like actually live in DC. <laughs> They're so, like, like people you can't question have a DC your license. ID. Yeah, Jesus. it's dumb as fuck. And I I look pretty shitty on it, but I've never looked good in a picture. No, I need to me get, either. I want to get it taken off that I need corrective lenses. Oh. LASIK. Can I can they reverse that? Can I Uno reverse card that? Yeah, can you Uno reverse that? Or maybe I should just punch you upside the head so you have to get contact lenses. <laughs> I mean, I'll need reading glasses in the next 10 years. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't think I've ever looked good in driver's license. I wish we could do it the way that, like, they do in Korea, where, like, you go to a photo booth and you can, like, do everything, and then you bring them the picture that they use for the ID. Oh, yeah. You can do that with your passport, right? You can do that with your passport. You're not supposed to, but people doctor the shit out of their passport photos before they send it in. I'm not fucking doing that. If I get stuck in another country, they they are gonna look at that. They are gonna look at that job of the fucking hut in my picture <laughs> and be able to match it up with my ass in real life. With I imagine big ass jowls. Yeah, I imagine you using that fucking kawaii like super edited photo of you <laughs> with the pink hair <laughs> as your passport photo. They are gonna fucking be able to link that shit up. 
Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, oh, you look exactly like this. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, everything's up to date. Nothing's expiring. I'm a human. I'm an adult. And I'm a yeehaw Texan, baby. Look at her. Look at me. Well. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. You know, to be quite honest, I'm kind of excited for you and your clarinet journey. I hope that it like turns into something and I hope it turns into like a nice hobby for you and it brings you joy. No homo, but you know. I'm I'm already can- thinking about how I can monetize it. Well, I mean, that's the business woman <laughs> inside of you. She owns 51% of that clarinet company. Anyways. Well, I'm excited for your new license plates. Thank you for saying that, even though you don't mean it. <laughs> well, when I finally visit you, you're going to have to drive me around. I'm going to drop you off, you know, somewhere. I'm going to drop you off right in the middle of an intersection, probably. And then just that's watch fine. to see what you do. Dance, I make monkey, friends dance. really easily. Everybody loves me, and I'll definitely talk to, up to some people, and they'll drive me home. And they'll be like, who is this little 12-year-old girl? <laughs> and they'll be like, me? Ooh. Me? <laughs> no, it'll. they'll be like, did Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> escape again? Are they filming Stranger Things? And, and they're like, wow, I love that nightgown that this little child got at Target. <laughs> It fits her well. Size extra small. Skinny legend. God. We gotta go. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We do appreciate it. We do. We've been listening potentially for nine fucking years. Next week, we'll be in our ninth year. Y'all should think about that real hard. I don't want to think about it. I'm not Mm going to think about it. Mm -mm. Um, But thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. And week after that, we will have a... Or also next week, we'll have a bonus episode for the Patreon patrons. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexandre T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carl K. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devin D. Edward P. Emily H. Gustavo Y. Helena B. Javier. J. L. Jess L. Joseph S. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Montez. Morgan M. Nick I. Rose G. Ryan. Scott A. Chantal H. Jariah S. Soyzilla. Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.